Welcome to Conversation with H, and we have a supreme guest with us today, you know, not super, supreme. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? An amazing woman of God, of Ugandan heritage, you know, living in South London, you know. Peckham, yeah, we had a conversation with Peckham. <laughs> She's a singer-songwriter who gave us the amazing masterpiece that was in full bloom. Now go check that out, that came out in 2021, was it July? It was July? Yeah. 2021, go check that out, it's got, it's got, some, got some amazing tunes on it. Please extend. You know them, you know them vocals there. That was her, you know. That was her singing them vocals and slitting, you know. She can sing tenor. As one of the times I saw her sing tenor, you know. Amazing tone to her voice. She's incredibly transparent and funny. If you don't follow her, follow her on the Twitter, please. It's Shireen. Shireen. That's S H A R Y N official. Is that correct? That's correct. Okay. Um, the Adele, the Solange, the Laura Mavula fan, the soon-to-be global Christian R&B sensation, I introduce to you, Shireen. How are you doing today? Hello, I'm very well, thank you. How are you? I'm alright, you know. I'm alright. We had a good conversation off camera before. Yeah, we did. <laughs> we had a great conversation. Um, I think you need to start a Patreon. Give them, like, the... The, the exclusive, the exclusive. <laughs> Yeah, can you see what happens with the Patreon, yeah? You give them the exclusive and then that exclusive ends up in the two-minute video on the Twitter that, that weren't meant to be there. And now you're... Now, like, how, how are you going to say face? It's true. You can't, but if it, if it gets the um, conversation with H growing, then... Look at you thinking about marketing ideas, you know? I know. I can't, I can't switch off. I can't switch <laughs> off, so... <laughs> For those who don't know who you are, who is Shireen? First and foremost, I'll say I'm a daughter. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm a friend, I'm a sister, um, I'm a godmother, mm. um, and uh, I'm also a singer-songwriter, and I love tech as well. That's the second overview of me. You like tech? I love tech. Have you always liked tech? Yeah. I've always been really into technology, like, especially, like, phones. Mm. Like, I was always, like, trying to get the latest phone. Okay. As a kid, like, I'm not gonna lie, this is a true story time. Okay, talk to us. When I was in year seven, I got a, a Nokia, I think it's like a 310, like one of like my first, my first phone ever. The one with the orange lights on the side? Or That's just... correct. Okay. And how I got that phone was because I traded my pet lunch for it. Nah, who, who, hold on, hold on. Who, who is valuing pet lunch? And a Nokia 3310. <laughs> that valuation is off. That's a computer exchange valuation. Because I knew about stocks and shares before anyone else did. So <laughs> 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 I'm joking, I'm joking. I'm not gonna like, my mum made banging food. Like, she still does, but like, I don't even know. Like, now I think about it, it's such a stupid exchange. Like, this poor person went home without a phone and had to face their parents. No, they had to tell their parents, hey, that's like Jack and the Beanstalk, that's what yeah, that is. Yeah, it is. Ah, uh, spent all the money, but well, I got some beans. This is it. And you're just out here just with, with a Nokia phone. Did you give them back or did you? Was yeah, that I your? kept it. That was your phone? That was my phone. And I was playing Snake and everything. <laughs> that Snake? <laughs> yeah, like I was proper like invested in it. And from then on, like... My passion for, from te for technology just grew. And like even things like computers, like my mum was always making me the one because she has her own business, yeah, yeah. making me be the one to actually set up her computers for the company oh, and like do all the loggings and everything. Yeah. So, so younger Sharina. Yeah. 
is a tech music person or just a tech person? I was a music person, but I kind of, I would say I was a jack of all trades. I did a little okay. bit of everything. Yeah. A little bit of everything. So who would you say inspired you the most when you was younger? That's a very great question. Definitely the Spice Girls. The Spice... Listen. The Spice Girls are cold, you know. The Spice Girls. Because I felt that they really represented, I think, British culture at the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was all about female empowerment. Yes. And I love that, you know, before being a girl boss was a thing, like, they were basically killing it. Mm. And it wasn't only just music. Guys, those Spice Girl movies were banging. Like, I was just like, you don't only just have to sing, you can act as well. <laughs> I was like, this is great. <laughs> and you can be a fashionista. I was like, these women are all in one. They're, they're the whole package. They were the full package. So the Spice Girls were like big inspirations for me. Yeah. The Spice Girls. Mm -hmm. The ones who sang, I need some love like I never needed love. Gotta admit, let me not, let me not sing that line. Because... Because, listen. You guys know the rest. You know the rest. There we go. Continue in your own time. <laughs> <laughs> How the thing is, yeah, there was a, that was a two-part question, <laughs> and I just started singing. How important is heritage to you as well? Oh, heritage is everything to me because growing up, I think I understood more of what it meant to be Ugandan okay. than it meant to be Black British. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the way that my family raised me and my cousins and even my siblings, it was very much like, you know, this is what Ugandan traditions are. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. is what we do as Ugandans. This is what is acceptable. This is not what is not acceptable. Mm. Like even simple things like, I remember being 17, thinking about wanting to take a gap year. My family were like, gap what? <laughs> they were like, what, what is this thing that you want to do to travel the world? Like it, it just wasn't, but it's all of it. It wasn't just a black experience. It was, a, it was the Ugandan experience. Mm. My house, the capital city of, of Uganda is Kampala. So my house was a little Kampala, Jinja, Mingo, all those, all those towns and villages, my Ugandans know, but like, that was like my home. Like, my yeah. mum is very much the hub of the community as well. Yeah. And my church growing up was predominantly Ugandan. So you can okay. imagine on all sides, it's very much the Ugandan experience, mm. not just the black British, but it was very, very much. And so I tried to make sure that I really just expressed that. And, you know, as you get older and you meet other people and other black people, and you learn certain cultures tend to dominate. Mm. I've learned how to also stand your, your ground and be proud of where you're yeah, from yeah, 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 yeah. and not try to um, assimilate other cultures mm. um, because, you know, Ugandans tend to be a lot quieter. Well, say East Africans in general yeah, yeah, yeah. compared to, let's say, the West or even, mm. let's say, Caribbean. So it's like, but we kind of, there's still, we celebrate our culture. Yeah, yeah, it's just yeah, in a very good. different way. Yeah, 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 that's good. Mm -hmm. So where does the music come into all of this? Like, where, where does the music start from? Because I'm, trying to, I'm yeah. trying to see the path and how yeah. you get into music. Yeah, I think, um, so I grew up um, in a house where music was always playing. Okay. And it's, 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 for me, it's incredible now, like, the Janet Jackson documentary has, like, just come out. And I grew up on Janet. I grew mm. up on the Jacksons. Mm. So, like, music was always playing in my house, Earth, Wind and & Fire. Mm. And so 
my mum kind of noticed that I could sing a little bit. Yeah. And so she got me involved in like school choirs yeah. and I was really lucky to get solos. And the way that growing up in London, we yeah. have, you know, the different boroughs. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Southwark, where I grew up, was very much like, they had this big gospel choir and I was like singing yeah. lead and all of these things. Like, I was a sassy little thing. <laughs> Didn't get it twisted. He was out here singing lead. I was, that, yeah. That, what was one of the songs that you sang lead for? I'll you? be there. Um, I don't even know if that's what it's called. It. I'll be there. Michael Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> Just call my name. <laughs> and I'll be there. That's this. That was me. And you know when it goes, like, don't you? Know? <laughs> no, he was gone. Don't you? Know? I was. <laughs> I was singing that dirt with all my heart and all my soul. What? Yeah. So that's what I that's what I was I was singing those kind of songs and so then um, <laughs> essentially like me doing music now actually started when I was ten. Okay. Yeah. So my um, a family friend came and he and he kind of heard me singing and stuff and he was like to my mum like I want to get her in the studio mm. and record a song so he actually um, wrote a song for me. And we recorded it, and it was like a—I would call it a B-side. Okay. Because you know, like back in the day, like whenever like you would have like singles or you'd have the main single on the A side, yeah, and then you'd have a second single on the B. It was a Mm B-side, and I remember I had a photo shoot out like in the in like these gardens. You was gay, and I was. (laughs) I had my see the kitten heels that are coming to come back. I was rocking them before. In the early 2000s, Y2K, that was me. I was wearing these heels. I, I was just so excited. And the, the whole project was called Teach a Child. And I actually went and did a mini tour in like the America. mini tour? Yeah, I did in America. So you're already used to this lifestyle, innit? You're already used to this music thing. Yeah, so to be honest, with my family, it was more like, they were more shocked at the direction I took as a late teenager, early like 20s to do sciences that's why i did that's why i studied at university like everybody was just like are you okay like so, so hold on you you went on tour in america and then somehow we get to the early early the, the early 20s late 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 19 late teens and yeah. you, you go science instead of the music route mm-hmm. after you've been singing in, in the in the, the, the southwark so southwark yeah yeah, yeah. Southwark gospel choir you're doing yeah. these leads and that singing i'll be there and that and you go do the sciences yeah what happened i think it's growing up watching things like, you know, X Factor and Pop Idol. Oh, okay. Like, you think that that's the only route. Like, how can a girl from Peckham become a pop star? Okay. So you thought that was, like, the only route? Like, yeah. Because that's what's advertised. That's what we see. Because, yes, there were auditions for S Club Junior. Yeah. And all of those things. But, <laughs> but at that time, actually, so... Like, more about me is I went to boarding school. So I wasn't even in London to go to the Brit school and to have all of these opportunities that okay. most London kids were getting. So it's a thing of where, so for me, I'm in the countryside, south, yeah, south, you're, south, you're quay, quay. west of the UK, like in the middle of nowhere in this tiny village. Like, where is Simon going to find me? <laughs> <laughs> Simon is not going to find me, you know? Okay. And so I just thought, you know what, like, I'm getting quite good at the sciences. Yeah. Let me just become a doctor and, and focus on that. And that's how I got into it. So literally, you looking at X Factor and, and yeah. Papa Idol and all them kind of things, that essentially altered what you were going to take, the, the trajectory yeah. you were going to take in life. Yeah. Because you thought that was your only way to... Yeah, to be successful. That, like, the whole idea of being a gospel artist, that's like, that was very American. Mm. That's the American dream. Mm. 
And even though I did grow up on Noel Robinson and, and, and a few of the the UK um, worship leaders like Martin Smith and mm. Matt Redmond, but like that was more like I, what, what I, I knew as what being a gospel artist was or mm. a Christian artist was they, these guys were also very attached to America. Yeah. It was the States. So what I understood was as UK talent mm. was X Factor, Pop Idol, wow. all of those things, you know? And so I was just like, I, I just don't, it's not very realistic. So talk to me about that conversation that you have with everyone about, I'm going to go back into music now. So you do the sciences. Yeah. Then you go back into music. Is that what happens? Or do you still do music at this point? I'm still doing sciences. (laughs) And what happened was, um, so during my degree, I really struggled. Yeah. Um, So I studied biology and I ended up taking a year off my course. And in that year, it was a very, I call it my wilderness year. I felt Mm. so lost. Like my identity, who I was, because like I said, like my creativity, I had dulled it down to become this scientist, to become, you know, this doctor. But it wasn't working out because mm. I was failing. Yes, mm. I'm not gonna lie, I was partying too hard. Disclaimer. <laughs> Disclaimer, but mm. at, that, at that point, I, I had, like, reignited my relationship with God and, like, I was just praying a lot. Mm. I plugged myself back into my home church because I, I spent that year back in London. Mm. And I just wrote songs, I poured my heart out. And I remember it was, like, Christmas time, 20... Um, I want to say 2017, Mm. my family, we'd gathered up in Leeds Mm. um, because I've got family up there and I sang them this song I wrote called Beautiful Saviour. And they say that I forced them to sing it. That's not what happened. It's he said, he says, she said, I'm just saying that's not what happened. I personally believe that, like, I said, let's sing this song together. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> come on, choir, come on. Come on, choir, choir. <laughs> family and friends are, like, are quite musical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we, we all, like, like we, we, they all, I taught them the song. Everyone was adding, adding harmonies. It was beautiful. Then we shot it, mm. put it up on Facebook. Um, I said, Merry Christmas from my family to yours. That thing went viral. Mm. And for Facebook, especially back then, it was like 4,000 views in 24 hours. Okay. It's crazy. That was 4,000 people. I didn't even have that many friends on Facebook. I said, where did all these people come from? Where? (laughs) And so it went viral. And then one of my friends um, from university, she DM'd me being like, I need this song on my phone. I need it on like Apple Music. I need that ASAP. So Mm. I know a producer back at uni when you go back Mm. and you're going to record this. And that's how I got here. That's how you got here? That's how I got here. Does the sciences now pause because of that or? No, like I went back to uni and I finished my degree. I got my two one, we praise God. But mm. yeah, like I was, so in the back end, I was recording this project, this EP, Beautiful Saviour. But it was just more of my testament and my discovery in that wilderness year mm. of who God is, of who Jesus is to me. And my feelings of not feeling like I'm enough, mm. the monotonous like day to day of I got a job and it was felt so draining that nine yeah. to five, like all of these songs were being birthed in that time. Even um, Peace of God from this album was birthed at that time because I was just writing and writing and writing. Mm. And before then, it's so interesting because like when I was, I wanted to be the next Adele basically. Mm. So I would try to write these love songs, but I'd never been in love before. So it just wasn't working out. But yeah. in that period, I learned my truth of mm. you have to write from what you know. Yeah, 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 and yeah, what yeah. I knew to be God was that, knew to be true, sorry, was that God was good. Mm. 
despite my hardships and my trials and stuff. And so, yeah, like I've, I was doing my degree, but also producing a, an album and like, sorry, an EP in the back burner. But it wasn't a thing of where like, and now I'm going to become this big artist. Da, 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 da. It was something that I just felt led to do. And yeah. One of the things I want to speak about is in all of that time, mm-hmm. you doing, being at uni, studying biology, you creating this, this musical EP and, you know, prior to all of that in your, your life. Talk to me about your mum and how much of an influence and support she was during that whole time. My mum is my best friend. Mm. And she's like the reason why I'm here, I'm, I am where I am because she taught me about the importance of believing and investing in your children. Mm. I think it's so easy to be like, oh yeah, my mum cheerleads me and she does all of this. But like my mum would drive hours mm. to come to most of my matches at school. So I used to play lacrosse in a mm. sports team. And where I went to school, especially my boarding school was like four, five hours, four hours, five hours drive away. And she'd try her to come to every single match. And even when I was still in London as a kid, like mm. I said, my mum want to swim. She put me in the swim, the swim team. I wanted to be an Olympian, I'm not going to lie. That, that one still hurts. That dream. You was trying to be out here at the Olympics. I wanted to, I was, I, I wanted to swim for Uganda. That was like a childhood dream as well. Mm. But like she put me in like, even like a music school as well when I was in primary school. Wow. But like she, she did everything. I did a bit of acting. I did a bit of dance. Like my mum was like, Every day, I'm not gonna lie, I was busy as a kid. I was that kid who was a very, very busy and because and she raised me as a single parent as well. Mm. So alone, like, and a lot of these things are not free, by the way. Mm. As much as the council could do, as much as the government can do, mm. a lot of these things cost money, but she invested in me regardless. Wow. And so her just, just giving her all to me mm. is what has like, made me the kind of ambitious woman that I am mm. and the do-getter and the go-getter too and I have the ability and the resilience to do things but it's mm. only because of her it's only because she believed in whatever dream I had in that moment she was believing, she was believing. I was like I want to do science she's just like I don't know why but okay let's do this let's get you a tutor you know you're not you're failing uni let's get you a tutor like this is not working out let's do this like she was always ready to go 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 no matter what I said. Mm. If I told her to say I want to be a pilot, she'll look at me confused, but she'll be like, <laughs> let's get you to, let's do some aeronautical engineering. We'll study this thing together. Like, and, it, and, and, it's, and it's because of that, like, that I will always be grateful for my mum. And mm. like, my mum is low key, like a Chris Jenner. She is like, kind of like, she, she's, not my, she's not my manager, but she's a momager. Like, I allow yeah. her to do her thing. Yeah, yeah. Like every event, she always tries to be there. Yeah. Like she's always, always there. She's my biggest music fan, every song. And it's so funny because we always have moments, like with any relationship, like mm. where we don't get on, we don't agree, things like that. Mm. And um, so last year went through like a rough patch and this woman was playing Mercy <laughs> on repeat. <laughs> Imagine, <laughs> we're having this disagreement and so there's tension in the house. <laughs> and I just hear, Mercy, please extend. I'm like, you're a crook. You're a crook because how can I not forgive you? How? That's good, that is. Yeah. yeah that's very good. <laughs> yeah, so she's really, like, she's really done so much for me. Mm. And I'm, I'm literally, like, I'm so grateful that God put me in her care mm. to raise me. 
So yeah, that's that's my mother. She's amazing. And like and those who follow me on Instagram, they also know my mum loves to travel. Yes. This woman, she does lifestyle. Yes, lifestyle. No, the gorgeous, gorgeous girls. <laughs> <laughs> gorgeous, gorgeous girls. That's my mum. Soft life, that's my mother. My mum is a CEO of Soft Life. <laughs> she loves it. Yeah. You spoke about Mercy the song, so let's pivot a little bit to yeah. the album. Because before that you released EP, singles. Yeah. What was the change in mentality to doing the album and an album like In Full Bloom? I think In Full Bloom has always been in the work. Mm-hmm. It's always been something that I've always wanted to do in terms of when I decided, okay, I'm going to do this music thing properly. Yeah, yeah. It just wasn't encompassed and packaged as In Full Bloom. Got you. It was this idea of, I want to talk about you know growth and becoming Mm. um a woman like your journey as a christian Mm -hmm. relationships and so it's a thing of where like i was i was really figuring it out i think because when i released the ep Mm. it was a shock like the response was crazy Mm. like for someone who had come from nowhere yeah yeah, yeah, this is like to set the scene 2019 january i released beautiful savior by march i'm nominated by premier gospel awards for best newcomer mm-hmm. i said first and foremost mm-hmm. i don't know who y'all are like, <laughs> like I, I knew premier gospel i mean premier because of the radio show yeah, yeah, yeah. but i'm just like i'd be like oh, how what did you find like what and that's even more, like how i even met asha elia as well mm. my, she's my good friend now and like like it was just such a crazy period for me mm. because the next thing i know then derek from gospel hydration is hollering at me and things are just happening 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 and, and i'm making by my side yeah. and that's a mega hit like back in africa and like here and i'm just like this is things just happening happening yeah. happening and i'm making music making music but like i was just like okay like what do i do now like what wow. is now the the plan mm. because this wasn't the plan God is just opening doors mm. and making a way for me. But now I have to seriously sit and think, what's the next, what's the next plan? And I think um, when I first signed to Hydration Records, like the plan was just, I had a really good meeting with Derek to sit and do the album. Mm. But then in 2020, we just realised that that wasn't the direction for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And so we parted ways because we both wanted different things. And so and I'm now back to being an independent artist mm. again. And I'm just like, I'm like, I don't know what to do. And then my friend Mike, um, shout out to him, mm. he was just like, you still need to do this album. We still need to make it happen. Aye. And then next thing you know, I'm linking up with Andre Fisher, mm. who does the majority of the production of the album. And we, we get the most amazing instrumentalists. I don't even know how. These guys are busy are busy touring, but if not for the pandemic, like if like they would have they wouldn't even probably have been available yeah, to do this project, you know? Because these guys tour full time. Mm. Um and so like, yeah, so then this album's just coming together. Songs are coming out of me. And like the how even the title Info Bloom came was um around April and May when Boris said we can have unlimited exercise. I, I really did that limited exercise. I really did, but it was more walks that yeah, would go. Yeah, yeah. And that time, like, this, it was a really nice weather and that's the kind of season when flowers begin to bloom. Mm. And then this song just came to me of being in full bloom wow. and living a life that always honours God. And I feel like that's what encompassed the album for me. Mm. It was figuring out, like, and navigating how we live our lives. Mm. But 
ultimately it's for God's glory. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's literally how the project came to be. Mm. Yeah. So you release In Full Bloom. Mm. Do you, after that comes out, there's an amazing response to it. Amazing. Yeah. People love the album. One of my favourite yeah. gospel R&B albums Thank from you. the UK in the last 10 years. Wow. Um, how do you deal with that response first and foremost? And how do you deal with the pressures of what people expect to come from you next? Yeah, that's such a great question. I think I still don't deal with the response. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm still in shock mm. because of how my whole journey started. Yeah, like, yeah, this yeah. wasn't the plan. Like, I thought I was going to be a biology teacher at the end of it, by the way. Like, so I still, I'm figure, I'm still like in shock that like people actually like my music. Mm. People actually hear my heart. They actually relate. They actually think this is amazing quality, mm. you know. Not only just the fact that it's Christian music, even those outside of the Christian community mm -hmm. are saying this is excellent. Quality. This is actually really quality. Good. This is good music, basically. Mm. And I'm and I'm thinking I'm trying to also I think affirm myself a lot more yeah, yeah, yeah. because there's always that part of me that is still a bit of a, pe a people pleaser mm. and is still looking for the approval of others and still looking for that affirmation really? and still looking for that confirmation. For me? Yeah. Because, because I think, I think growing up as in a single parent household, mm. like I had to really make friends, yeah. you know? And like, and as I told you earlier that like my siblings are living their, their lives in Canada. They yeah, weren't yeah, here yeah. with me apart from my younger sister, but like, it was very much that like, I felt like I was very much alone. Mm. And so like, I became an entertainer from a very young age. Wow. I was very much like the life of the party, all mm. of these things. And so like, now I don't really live that life anymore. I'm not really that way. Mm. There, there's still elements of it mm. in different ways, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, because it's like, you drop something and it's like, you're watching the Spotify. Spotify for artists is like, it's the worst thing in the world. It's the best and worst thing in the world because just looking at the numbers, mm. like, are people, are people listening? And it, and it tells you one person listening. And you're like, okay. <laughs> then it's like, 10 people are listening and it's like, a thousand. And it's like, you're just watching this thing and it's like, it doesn't help, basically. Mm. It, doesn't, it doesn't help feed into, it feeds into the part of you that is looking for approval. Mm. But like, I'm just, but I just have to just remember to speak the truth. Mm. And God's truth over myself that God's approval is what's the most important. Yeah, 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 and I yeah. think that regardless of where this journey takes me, mm. it's like I, I'm enough. Mm. You know, because now like my identity and who I am is it's shifted and changed because now I've decided to become an artist, but I'm still those things. I'm still a daughter. Mm. I'm still a friend. I'm still a godmother. That's why I started with all of those things, because mm. that's who I am, you know? Being an artist, whatever job I decide to do or career I decide to have, those things can change. Yeah. It can change. One minute you're you're huge, the next minute no one wants to listen to your music anymore. Yeah. And how do you deal with that? And so yeah, I forgot the second part of your question. The second part of the question was how do you deal with the pressure of what people expect to come after that? Which is what you basically just answered. Oh yeah. I think you know what? One thing I also add is then there's also that part of me that doesn't give a heck. Because, especially when it comes to my sound and sonically, because I think, especially, I'll be honest, when I released By My Side mm -hmm. um, with Marizu and T-Babs, like, that was me experimenting. I've never really done Afro oh, yeah. beats before, yeah. Afro gospel. And so then afterwards, there was a surge of people wanting to collaborate and do a certain style and do a certain genre. Wow. And that was really hard for me because it's like, as much as I appreciate and I love Afro beats, like, 
I wouldn't say that's like my sound. And so yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I was very mindful because I, was, I don't want to be defined by the sound. Yes. I want to be like a Justin Bieber on Essence. Like, I just want to yeah, do like a one You sort of flow on the thing and then back to my thing. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of what I kind of want to do with, with that genre of music. Yeah, yeah. And so that's the, and that's the thing is that people hear you do one particular sound. And they think that's you. And they think that's you. They think, oh yeah, this is what she's going to do now. Mm-hmm. And it's, oh, we want more of that. And it's like, I hear that. But that's not what I'm about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah, so that's yeah. why, like, like with my project in full bloom, it was actually to show people this is actually like what I do. Yeah. And this is also what I'm capable of doing. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's good. You talk about fear of failure at university. Yeah. In your series about in full bloom, how does that have? How you talk about overcoming it at university? Yeah. How does that fear of failure affect you creatively? And have you overcome that or are you still overcoming that? Yeah, I think that fear of failure is what can make me self-sabotage mm. and even not start something. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, because it's like, I have an, a song idea and I'm like, I haven't gassed and I'm like, I'm sending voice notes to the lads being yeah, like, because yeah. I've got a team around me and I'll like send one of them a voice note being yeah. like, this, this song is a banger, like, it's a, it's a huge hit. <laughs> it's going to be number one in Italy. Like, <laughs> I dream big. And then everyone's gassing the thing and they're like, so when we go to the studio, I'm like, listen, my calendar is full. <laughs> I'm fully booked, actually. Ooh, we can go in like July. They're like, July? <laughs> they're like Shireen. We did like, this now. <laughs> like, and and that's what can happen is like mm. I literally like self sabotage so much, and and it's literally because of that fear of failure. Mm. And so like I won't start something or someone be like, oh you should apply for this or you should do this event. I'm like mm. yeah 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 or hit this person up or mm. email them, make that phone call. And I'm like yeah yeah. And I'm looking at the contact like I'll reply later mm. or I'll call them later. And then it's like, you just don't, I just don't you do it. Because there's that innate part of me that's like scared of rejection and scared yeah. of it not working out. And that's something that I am currently, 2022, I'm like pushing myself yeah, yeah, yeah. to get out of my comfort zone and just do. Because you know what it is? I experienced similar stuff like that. Yeah. Um, in terms of like, if I put myself out there, mm. oh, what might, what might not come back? Yeah. Not even so much what might come back. What if I email this person, this person doesn't get back to me? What do I do then? Because now five people could have emailed me and said yes, but that one person said no. Or that one person blanked the email. Yeah. So now it's like I'm not emailing no one else. And it, and, it's, and it sticks with you. And what you have to do, what I've learned, is you have to push past that because the opportunity is behind that door. Mm. So because someone rejected you then, doesn't mean the next person's going to reject you. It also exactly. doesn't mean that just because those five people said no yeah. doesn't mean the sixth person's going to say no. Yeah. You, as soon as you stop is when you're on the limit mm. or when you're on the brink of that opportunity. Yeah. As soon as you feel like, oh, I'm out of, I've just got to stop now. Like, there's no mm. point. Like, this is too much. Like, the fear is mad. Is when you're right on the brink of it's right there. Mm. Like, if you just do a little bit more. Yeah. It's right there. What you're looking for is right there. Yeah, and this is why, like, I just love... I love this kind of conversation because I love being real Mm. because I think people have this idea of... Because you're now an artist or you're a so-called established artist that Mm. you've got it all together. Yeah. 
and it's like you have an idea, like you know what you're doing, mm. you know what you're patterning, you're working, like you're working in silence, like you're like you're grind, like you're grinding. Like these times I'm at home watching Netflix, <laughs> <laughs> watching Ozark. Oh, and I. <laughs> oh my goodness, what I'm watching Raising Dion. <laughs> what? Can I get the stems? Yeah, sure. What? I've got episode three right now. After, oh. That's the truth of mm. it. Because of because of that fear, mm. you know. If I send these vocals and don't like it, oh my gosh, I don't know what I'm gonna do. And and but that's what I think has made my journey so beautiful mm. is that vulnerability and rawness that I, I know that I can bring before God mm. and I can bring before my friends and I can bring before my team mm. to be like, this is how I'm feeling. Mm. And it's like then you have people to then cheerlead you and then to egg you on. Or mm. keep you accountable mm-hmm. to be like, you know, you need this. Like my manager just now was just like, before I came, was just like, everything good? Have you got everything? Do you need anything? Mm. And I was just like, oh, well, he remembered. Like, it's on the calendar. Yeah. But it's like, it's important that you, when you have people around you, like a team, a tribe, to also help you when you can't help yourself. Mm. That's good. One of the reasons why I was so interested in doing this interview doing this conversation is because of how honest and open you are on social media that was one of the reasons yes. like really honest and open so you just kind of mentioned it and said you know you like these kind of conversations you like to be honest and open yeah. so being honest and open what do you want to achieve next in life i know that i definitely want to do this full-time okay right now i'm not doing it full-time and mm-hmm. i think and then the question then pops up is like, what does that look like, mm. right? Because people say it all the time, right? They want to be, I want to be an entrepreneur, I want to own a business. And it's mm. just like, but you're asking for business ideas and they're not giving you anything <laughs> apart from graphic tees. This is no shade, <laughs> no shade. But <laughs> like, you know, so like, yeah. <laughs> Someone is listening and being like, what does that mean? And, mm. and what that means is that I want to be able to provide for myself and my family mm. through doing music mm. like I want to actually have that experience of performing these songs that mm-hmm. God has given me with live with a live audience you yeah. know and interact with that I want to build that tribe and I also want to contribute towards other people's careers like mm. like you like you mentioned like the first time you saw me like I was BVing for people I love BVing you mm. know for like so like one of my favorite things because I love harmony mm-hmm. so back doing backing vocals for people like I feel like I'm contributing to someone's creativity, to their ideas, mm. you know. I want to do more songwriting with other people. Mm. And I think collaborations is not only just about features, mm. but it's even being on that journey with someone. Yeah. And so it's like, that's, these are the things that will help and contribute to me doing full-time mm. music. But again, it's like, there's steps I need to take and the things that I know I need to do, mm-hmm. but also people are, are also advising me on, on what to do as well. Um, and also a dream of mine is, yeah, is to tour. I would love to tour. You need that tour, you know. That tour is important. God willing, it will come. But yeah, like, I would love to go on tour. With the band and everything. Like oh, that's like that's like a dream, and like because I think there's there's nothing more beautiful than I think than live music. Oh, you're talking the truth right now. You know? There's nothing more beautiful than than like I always call it that like the audience hearing your heart and you hearing theirs mm-hmm. because it's like you're singing the same songs like together. Mm-hmm. And so, like, that's, like, the bigger dream mm. is to do a tour. Yeah. And then, from then on, I'll see where, where life takes me. Yeah. Your voice does need to be heard globally, even more than it's been heard already. Thank you. Like, honestly, like, there's a deeper passion 
that I hear from your voice. Yeah. That you hear from a lot of artists, mm. but it's like there's something different mm. about you. There's, there's 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 very few that I think to myself, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's something different about you that yeah. as long as you stay true to who you are, mm. you'll go far. Yeah. But all it requires is you just staying true to who you are. I look at someone like like Nux. And how, mm. his, and how his 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 show sold out in was five minutes or something. Yeah, it was something crazy. Like that. Oh. So obviously, but he stayed yeah. true to who he is. Yeah. So I feel like for you, yeah. Whenever you feel like, should I do this instead, or should I go along mm. this path? Just yeah. remember, as long as you stay true, everything will work out. Yeah, and and I think that's so important because I think there's also that like. A group of people who might be listening to this and also thinking, but I don't like my voice, or mm. I don't know if the sound that I'm making is right, or or it's not popular, mm. you know. And I'm like, but trends go, mm. like people change, you know. And it's not up to you to persuade people to like you and like your music. Yeah. Your audience will find you. Mm-hmm. Your tribe will find you. Mm-hmm. And that's why shout out to all the music platforms that are diversifying their playlists now. Mm-hmm. Because now you can actually find, you know, I'm looking for very, very sad Christian songs. <laughs> like, and I'm pretty sure <laughs> someone has made a, a playlist yeah. called Sad Christian Songs. Like, there is a playlist for these things now and you can find those artists and and you will find people or find a place for yourself. Mm. And I think that's something that I also played in my mind as well was like my sound, I didn't I didn't know how people were gonna receive it. Mm. And people have received it with open arms as well. Because it's a great sound, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, yeah. it's a supreme sound. Like yeah. it's not it's not no dega dega sound. It's a supreme yeah. sound. <laughs> yeah. One of the things that I also like about you being honest in the open. Oh god, I'm worried. <laughs> is you're a single black Christian woman mm-hmm. in 2022, mm. and you, um, you you're very open on uh, Twitter. Ah, oh, yes. About you know this journey that gets you, me in trouble sometimes. That you're on. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is it like to be a black Christian mm. single woman? Yeah. In 2022. Wow, I think sometimes it's easy to feel like your biggest traits are your biggest flaws when it comes to the dating scene because really? yeah because like this take being a black woman mm. you know this recently there was statistics that showed that black women like were actually the least matched on dating apps mm-hmm. you know and then being a christian as well mm. then now there's only a certain group of people smaller niche. a smaller niche group of people that you might be looking for yeah and even the ones who even even if let's say you're open mm. and you're checking for other people it's different it's difficult because your morals just don't align yeah, yeah, yeah. been there got a t-shirt guy it's not worth it <laughs> i'm telling you guys for free don't do it like it's it's not worth it because it's, there's all these things that that you that you do yourself all these practices all your beliefs mm. all the encouragement that you need all the encouragement that your partner needs it's like it would never be equal at all you know and then being in my in my 20s if you go by social media alone everybody's in a bloody relationship (laughs) everybody just got proposed everyone's on everyone's on their first child all the pandemic pregnancies (laughs) and you're thinking no valentine is coming where's Where's your your boyfriend boyfriend? (laughs) i don't think 
kid. Oh God, I'm really sitting at home lonely, and there's no one that there for. But it's like, but it's like, the the truth of the matter is, I know for a fact that I have avoided so much headache mm. in my life because I've stayed true to who I am, yeah, yeah. and I've stayed true to my beliefs, and I've stayed true to God. Mm. And so, like I said, those traits can. They're not your flaws. Yeah. They got greater strengths. I love being a black woman. Mm. There's no, there's nothing more powerful than a black woman. Mm. There's no one who affirms more, no one who loves more and serves more and mm. cares more mm. than a black woman in a community. Mm. A black mother, a mm. black daughter. You know, there's there's mm -hmm. nothing more beautiful about it. You know, being a Christian is 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 an empowerment because when you go out there and you serve people and you love people, mm. you bring peace with you, you bring joy with you, you bring mm. love with you, These, you bring the fruits of the spirit with you. Mm. And there's also nothing more amazing than being in a millennial because it's like we're in the midst of all these different ages where we have an understanding of technology, but we also value the things of old as well. Mm. And I think I've, I've had to change my mindset and my mentality of the things that define me mm -hmm. and also learn to embrace the things that other people might not might, might tell me to change you know mm -hmm. and i think something that i've had to really fight and combat is when people say to you that you'll be happier if you're in a relationship mm -hmm. because you don't realize that how much people actually um put relationships on a pedestal mm -hmm. until they themselves get on in one and they're like you should join this club <laughs> <laughs> you should be a part of this this gang, you know. <laughs> you want to roll with the big boys, <laughs> you know. Get get in a relationship, yeah, 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 like yeah, marriage yeah. gang. Everybody <laughs> they get married and they're starting a YouTube channel, and they're thinking, wow, like maybe me too. Let me find my man so I can get on the YouTube scene, you know. Get all that Stop ad sense, <laughs> you know. Let me monetize my marriage. <laughs> Like, but there's actually a beauty that is in singleness. Mm. Like, there is a joy in being by yourself. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. in this time, we actually, the Bible even says it, you can serve the Lord your God with all your heart, yep. and all your mind, all your soul, mm -hmm. without one wayward person distracting you. <laughs> you know, when I read your Bible, they're telling you, darling, the bills to pay. Yeah. Sorry, I'm in my word. I'm in my word. You know, tell EDF to chill. <laughs> <laughs> Like, you yeah, actually yeah, yeah. can serve God. Yeah, like, yeah. I can serve God now. Yeah. All these things that I'm doing with my music, if I was in a relationship, it would look very different. Mm. I'm not saying that I wouldn't be able to do it because your partner can also uplift you and yeah. add to your dreams and your goals. But there'd be a change. Exactly, there'd be a dramatic change. And I, so, I'm not going to lie, the streets are still very ghetto. Mm. But in the ghetto, you know, there is some gold. Amen? Just, oh, that's, that's a deep one, you know. The yeah. streets are very ghetto, but there's... Yeah. The streets have still got some gold in them. Yeah. So how do you deal with, like, in full bloom, in full bloom comes yeah. out. How yeah. do you deal with now the, the new attention that comes from the guys? Or how do you deal with it in general? I, some people, people will say I'm lying when I say this. I'm, I'll be honest with you, there's no one in my DMs. It's not like, I'm, don't, I'm not called out music. You know? like, that's not me. Like, no, don't say that's, that's, not, that's not my ministry, do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not the, you know, I'm not a Christian hot boy, do you know what I mean? <laughs> that's not me. But I say in general, mm. I think I, I have had a inappropriate yeah. um, messages and yeah. things like that. And I think it's just, you know, the, like the block button will be your best friend. Mm -hmm. Hallelujah, praise him. Right and I think it's just being able to just safeguard and safe keep your boundaries, yeah, whatever yeah, they yeah, look like. Key. Because I think no matter who you are, you'll always 
meet people who may proposition you inappropriately. Yes. And I think it's just making sure that, like, you know, if you're not, if you're not comfortable, mm. like, make it clear and make it plain. And if this, remove yourself from the situation, however that be. Like, it doesn't matter if they call themselves a Christian More or not. if Ecclesiastes is in their bio, like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Like, it doesn't matter who they are, <laughs> you know? Like, it really doesn't matter, do you know what I mean? So it's kind of like, I very much, I'm just, I have my, my safe bubble. Mm. And if I feel like people are violating that in whatever way, whether it be language or messages, whatever it is, mm. sorry. And I'll just remove myself, so yeah. That's good. Yeah. As you, your life continues to be in full blue. Yeah. What, what's one thing you've learned about yourself? Oh gosh, one thing that I've, learned about myself is that I really love people mm. I think I really do <laughs> because people are crazy and it takes a crazy person to still <laughs> keep loving crazy people <laughs> and I think that's what something that serves me well in life mm. is that when wherever I go I'm able to connect with people yeah. and that's a certain grace mm -hmm. that um that not everybody has you know and, and I thank God for it and I think that if I continue to stay true to that, mm. like God will continue to put me in rooms and take me to places that yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be on my, in, in my own accord, basically. Mm. So yeah, I, was just, I just love people, yeah. My last question to you mm -hmm. is with, with where you're at in life right now, what advice would you give to yourself? I would give myself a scripture. Okay. I would say, count all joy, Shireen. Mm when you have trials of various kinds mm. for in the testing of your faith it produces endurance always and you'll be perfect and complete lacking nothing that's in james for those who are asking i don't know what chapter i can't remember but that's what i would tell myself mm. yeah shireen i really appreciate this conversation you know. i appreciate it too it's, it's like it's like healthy therapy Love it. Everyone says that. It is. It is. Interesting. This is in conversation with H guys with the Supreme soon to be global sensation. Shireen. And we have more content coming for you very, very soon. <laughs>